Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming live on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you to those of you joining the live stream. Uh, swing on over here to YouTube, Ryback TV, where you are the co-host of the show. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes, health, fitness, supplementation, pro sports, pro wrestling, or anything and everything in between super chats are always greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen here and we are available on all podcast platforms guys itunes reviews are always greatly appreciated if you've got a moment to leave an itunes review thank you very much on that and uh we're also here what are we on twitter today at ryback and facebook at ryback reeves i've not done twitch in a while since we weren't really doing anything they're actually getting in the grand scheme of things, even though Twitter is heavily, heavily suppressed and shadow banned, still helps to uh, get a, a, a bit of views for the show over there. And then hopefully some of you who are watching this on Twitter do do subscribe to Ryback TV on YouTube and, and join along with the live show or uh, add the audio, the Ryback show to your podcast list. And then also let me know if you get the notifications on that for the audio. That would be good to know even further, even though I know because I'm not getting them most of the time. So but if you want to help the cause, greatly, greatly appreciated. This show, this podcast is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan friendly for men and women. He, she, and the feedmemore.com. New customers can save 30% discount code Ryback30. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FeedMe20. And you get a free bottle of our two sweet blood sugar support formula. With all orders, just click it when it pops up on the screen, the free gift, and it's yours. All that is in the description here on YouTube and will be in the comments after the show and also on the podcast audio. It's in the description on that as well. All righty, then. Ah, off to a great start this week. We are doing some business stuff with Amazon with Feed Me More Nutrition working on uh, a couple programs for some of the supplements there to to start pushing them a little further on the platform and so we're going to we're going to ramp that up and then I got to look into getting more of the supplements added uh, back onto Amazon as we only have a handful of them uh, of them right now and I'd like to get that protein uh up and running with that as well so I got to have a have a conversation about that in a while but uh another training day yesterday was was a great 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 uh Training day, great day of, of scar tissue uh, breakup again on, on the right shoulder and uh, just continue continuing to uh, implement the game plan and, and go by how I'm feeling and pushing and, and continuing to get one step closer, waiting for that trademark, the documentation uh, in a month, six weeks, it could show up any day at this point. It could show up tomorrow. Like there's, there, there's, it, once that we've got past that last part, this trademark at any point in time, typically my attorney's pretty good at, at ballparking this stuff and he, he's never been off. So I would trust when he, when he says, and you know, 
he says it, it no later than than June. That 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 would be way like the that was the worst case scenario. And but it most likely, hopefully, was within the four to six week range, if not before that. And then uh, and then go from there. And that's all I I can only control what I can do right now up until I get that document, get that. I got the other things I'm getting in line, getting in order, mapping some things out, and uh, and then we'll. We'll, we'll proceed on the physical end of things once this all is all out of the way, but we are in the in the final stages. Hopefully, good to see all of you. Appreciate all the love and support. We we had a I did I did watch a a decent amount of Raw last night. Um, hello, we're gonna go ahead uh go ahead and just throw a yeah we're gonna shell shock him out of here. Thank you, though, for the love and support. Wasn't bad. You're just spamming the chat. Hello from Atlanta. I, I lived in uh, McDonough, Georgia for a year. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I uh, I miss being uh, t- 23, 24 years old. I remember driving around in my, my, my silver Nissan Titan truck that I'd gotten right before I moved out to Atlanta. And... Uh, and then a year of hell in deep south wrestling. <laughs> and, and, and I mean that, but it was also an amazing time of, of going through of life and being out on my own and, and away from long ways from home and my start into the wacky, crazy, exciting, amazing world of professional wrestling. Super chats coming in. Here we go. Thank you very much, Project Brainchild. Hope you're having a great day. What's up, big guy? Do you prefer to call a match in the ring, or do you go over it beforehand? Also, will you give me uh, give my YouTube uh, channel a shout out? Seeing yours inspired me to start my own. Congratulations, buddy! Yep, that's Project Brainchild here, as everybody can see on the screen and listening on that. Congratulations on on starting a YouTube, and I, I honestly believe if you like, I just think this stuff is beneficial for all of us. Uh, as time goes on, and it's why I'm so uh, vocal about getting mine corrected with all the hard work I've done to grow it and to get it and to be disconnected from a big part of my audience is really um, very, very uh, upsetting, infuriating, uh, motivating at the same odd, weird way. Because it, it, it's, but uh, I'm very grateful for the for the good people who are able to see and and, and do watch. So thank you, and I wish you the best of luck. Uh, in your channel and just do what you enjoy and it makes it a, a lot lot easier and enjoyable and just go one day at a time with all of that as far as uh calling a match in the ring or, or going over it beforehand so most of the stuff is talked about to to a pretty large degree specifically for television and pay-per-view and you have to keep in mind you have you're working in WWE. This is all I could speak about as far as from, and, I, and I've done independent shows that are filming, but they're not really, they're nowhere, nowhere near the production level. It's usually, they might have some handheld cams. Uh, they might even have a, have a kind of a hard cam, but, but it's not really, it's not the same deal. It, it just, as far as what, what it, what it all entails and, and how important certain things are and when they need to get certain facial shots or need to know certain things are going on in the match storyline wise, that may be, from from Vince or, or or someone in the production truck like Kevin Dunn, um, so they have to have an, a pretty good idea 
A to Z of what your match is. Now, not every little thing in there, but a good portion of it. And I'm not kidding. The producers, and this used to be really kind of, uh, I don't want to say frustrating, because it did help you also when you did recite the match back to them. That, that and then the, these producers, and like, I'm mean, especially to a lot of the main event stuff, Michael Hayes, Michael Hayes used to like to write everything, but, and he would, and, and, cause he would go back and, and they do this so that when Vince and them are watching, if something happens in the match that for whatever reason Vince gets upset or, or didn't want or, or something, they then have an idea of, of what was going on. And to say, and, and they can essentially cover their tracks too, where they, even though they're going to get the, they're going to get take the the hit from Vince on it most of the time, but at least they 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 go look. We didn't know they were going to do that, right? Something, and I understand being a producer. If I got guys going out there and I don't really know them, and I, and I or I'm new working with them, I haven't worked with them for years, and, and like you, you want it, you're going to want to know what they're doing so that you your job is protected in, in a pretty unstable environment at times. And, and so I, I I I appreciate it, and and like I said, there are positives and. When you do that, it actually helps you remember the match more. And I used to have to do that when I worked Cena and Punk a lot. They would let because I was the new guy. I would have to give it to Hayes and them. And and but also though, it was good practice to to do that because it it, it really you're you're going out there in a very key position, and it it shows them that you know when you're giving them the match. And like Hayes would walk away from you. Get he get he get twenty things going on. Or he he he's he's writing, but he ain't listening. And like you have to repeat yourself, and like so you really have to know the match. And like I always liked because I have I have pretty good memory on things, and was always able to 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 give them the match no matter when. If Hayes and have to come back twenty minutes later, where do we pick up? Yep, boom, this bam, bam, bam. Uh, so a lot of things are are talked about and, and planned specifically for TV in in um, pay per views. For that reasoning and for camera shots, uh, for live events, that that's not as important, and and you can have a little more fun. And this is what we did was, but not all the time. You would essentially, so you would work with guys. Stuff was planned out pretty pretty well. There's stuff in there not planned, not as much as TV, but but until you get comfortable working with guys, and then you get certain things down, and you kind of just understand their move set and and and, and different things, and you get enough repetitions with each other. You can go on the fly quite a bit more in, 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 in on the fly and safely with that because too on and working on the fly, things can get more he- hectic and chaotic at times too. And if especially specifically when you want to do complicated spots, which usually typically, unless you know the spot from doing it over and over and have can go spot C, whatever the hell it is, you have a name for it the, when you're out there and you, you can boom and you know to go to it, right? So that's where stuff like that, when you work with guys, you, you kind of get that kind of stuff where then you could kind of call spots that you have worked that you just remember by heart from doing them so much with guys. And so technically you're then calling it in the ring, but you have, you, you, you've worked together so much. You see what I'm saying to where it's easier. Whereas if you just take two guys most of the time and go, and we used to have to do this in developmental and WWE does it at tryouts for guys and they go, just work. And you, you're not going to be doing uh, as much crazy spots that you would do if you talked with somebody and worked with somebody and or rehearsed it and understood how to do it, right? You you keep it more basic and you do that for mul- multiple reasons. One, it's really difficult to talk spots that you don't explaining it word for word unless you can condense it down into a word or two. 
with that, right? And and also for your safety in that it, it it's just which is why a lot of old school stuff was was I I like watching it more though, but it's more basic, but it, there's a more of a sense of realism in there too, because it's a really truly act and react response, which is always that's up in gorilla, act and react. Intensity, act and react. And I always, I always, always reminded myself of that because in that, when if something goes falls off track or goes off track, something messes up, you just got to know to act and react. And that's why I always say, like, if somebody, when you're out there and, and something goes wrong and you take a bump and you weren't supposed to, and it, or like sell it, it, you know, if you mess up something and you know, you know, just say the Shane McMahon thing where unfortunately with, with his, his quad, right. But just say for whatever reason, just something happened, his leg buckled, but he was fine. And, but he, he stumbled and fell over. Right. And, but he was fine. That's the kind of thing where you got to like, and you would like, okay, just go to selling your leg for a bit. Let, let the guy try to start getting on it and figure out a way to, to, to come out of it. Maybe you're still, still, still selling it and limping a bit, but you're acknowledging it. You're not ignoring what just happened, the real moment that happened. And that's what being a true professional, I think that a lot of guys can do spots and memorize things, but they don't have those, the, the act and react on the fly skills to keep going, to not let, to not, to not, to not, uh, open the curtain to let people see, you know, because people don't know what, what's supposed to happen or not happen out there. So if you can, if you can keep working at all times. So it's, um, I'm not one of those guys though, that are going to tell, Oh, we call everything on the fly and nope. And we find out, I think too, that's where you find out the guys we grew up watching and like the people would come down and talk to us in developmental. It was almost like when I remember when I was in developmental, we used to think like everybody just like never saw each other. And like, they just showed up to the arena and went out there and wrestled. I think that went on to a degree at certain times, and, and but things were were at a much more basic level uh, of not, and it had to be because of that style with it. But there's a skill in doing that, and it, it can get lost as time goes on if you don't do it at all. But I think the best wrestling is a combination of both, and I think mapping things out to a good degree, but then filling in the blanks and, and again, having the, the improv skills of if something is going on out there uh, that, that, that maybe in recognizing it and being able to adjust a bit or if something messes up, being able to, to acknowledge it and embrace it and not worry about just going right to the next spot right away. You might cut out a couple little things to include that in to then transition into a better smooth transition to a better spot to get it back on track. You see what I'm saying? So. It was, but it, for it was a lot of stuff was called, but still stuff on the fly with guys on, on live events and, and different things um, that that were really really enjoyable and, and and it can be more exciting. But I understand why it needs to be done, and, and it's for television and different things, and you know. Going through your questions here. Thank you for uh, joining the Ryback Show. We've got another super chat here. Gabby Hirolu, thank you very much. What wrestlers from the 90s uh, would you like to face? That's, uh, I mean, that's a pretty broad question. Would I have liked to have faced? Because I don't think there's any, the only guy that, that I think is a possibility, who are the only guys that are active wrestlers right now from the 90s? Jericho, Billy Gunn, Sting. Jeff Jarrett. 
Oh, I'd love I've I've wrestled Jericho before, worked him quite a bit, but all it would still all that those guys would, would be great in today's day and age still. They're still going, which is a truly a unbelievable feat in itself in for pro wrestling. Yes, good old deep south wrestling. I don't think a lot of people, and this is I, uh, you know, Bill DeMott always said he, he, and I knew Bill and Bill would, would be very kind to me outside away from wrestling. And, uh, which is why I saw a, a different side of him outside of the training side. Um, but make no mistakes about it. And I was, he is the toughest trainer I have ever had my entire life. Um, and, uh, nothing was as hard as deep South wrestling. And I'm very proud that, uh, I never quit and I never gave up and I, uh, and I got, I had, I had a pretty rough, uh, start of, of getting into the business and that, and that a lot of guys, they would, they would try to run into the ground for a brief period of time to see if they wanted it. Uh, I, 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 we did the, the whole tough enough thing. And then I, uh, I had it very tough and, 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 you know, rightfully so, I guess, Everyone had it tough there with that. I, I had it pretty, pretty bad. And I would be used as an example on things to and uh and, and but it created a mental toughness. Um I don't think it was necessary. I, I, I don't regret any of it. No. I would never want to do it ever again. But it uh it, it hindered in other areas that took a little bit of time. Cause I'd like and then I've talked about that to a degree, but but it really once I got away from there and then got rehired, got to OVW with Al and, and was really grateful for that and, and nothing but great things with, with, with that and Al and so many of the things he taught ended up helping me. And still to this day, uh, I just agree with any of his, his philosophies, the majority of them, if not damn near all, I've never heard anything him talk about where I'm, I go, ah, it, it's usually like, and from my, me and no being in the business and knowing, I was like, man, this man spoke the truth. It helped a lot of people in a lot of ways um, with it. But I was, uh, once I got rehired after getting away with everything and, and got my head on straight and my mind set back and uh, was able to really take that experience and, and let it fuel me into my, my, my success. So very grateful for it. I do one 24-hour fast uh, per week. I'm looking. Uh, looking at your questions here. I don't know who. Uh, we've got another super chat coming up. Super chat, the wrath of Ryan. Thank you very much. A little coffee break for the big guy. I saw the video you were in on oh Eric Konevsky's channel at WrestleCon. That was a great laugh. You guys would be a hell of a tag team. Thank you very much. Yeah, so you guys, that everyone can go. That guy is. I'll put that up on the screen. If you type that guy's name, Eric uh, Konevsky, uh, on and. Uh, type go to his channel 
on uh, on YouTube. I, I saw the video he posted, and uh, he uh, the jacked guy. I, I he uh, I didn't know who he was. I I saw him walking around. I, I think it was I was wearing the white jacket. That was day one of WrestleCon, and uh, and he had in, they had the cam the guy the guy with the camera, and and, and usually people like. And I've seen these videos time and time again of, of different people that will, uh, you know, oftentimes when people are, are, are doing that, it could be it could be pretty bad in the sense of they're usually like trying to get people or like just try to get them to talk about things or different ones. So he wasn't wasn't bad at all though, and I got I could see that pretty quick. He was over there a long time. That was edited down pretty heavily, but I didn't know uh, one. I didn't recognize him with uh because he was he did something with one of these other guys that and he was on um i had never met him before though but he, he with that cassidy campbell guy he'd been on the podcast a long time ago he did some skits with him as his his bodyguard thing and i think i mentioned something we were talking about and i mentioned like the big guy on the thing and that's, that's who he played he, he was this big jacked guy and um but he introduced himself to me as somebody else and he was playing up somebody i guess he was playing a role when he introduced himself to me at WrestleCon that I have no, but I didn't know who it was. So I just thought like, in, if you in wrestling or know that you beat a wide range of wrestling fans. And he was, we were talking and he was talking about how he, uh, the bullying segments really, he, he didn't like them with it. And when I bullied people with it, but it, it didn't, I, so I didn't know for the longest time, or I shouldn't say the longest time. I, I, I I didn't know if he was like just a really diehard wrestling fan and and kind of you know this jacked up guy that loves wrestling and and really loves wrestling, you know, or was he kind of doing of like playing a, like a, a part which he was he was playing a part it turned out with it, but I didn't know the part he was playing, so like I I would have no way of knowing that that was really going on, but uh, it was all yeah it was fun and uh, he was very nice and then he. he he told me, he goes, oh, no, this is just, uh, I have a channel. I do things I like, I guess, I don't know if it was prank. And I think the video of the is trolling wrestlers at WrestleCon, but it wasn't like, I just talked to him. I don't, I just acted how I, I talk to people all the time and with it. But it was, uh, it was, it was a good little deal. It's, it's an entertaining video. I didn't know he was going up to all the other, other people and, and doing that. A lot of people will get really agitated with that though. In the sense of it, depending on what you're doing, and because uh, you got to too, a lot of people will try to um, they, they try to get content of you to to make money off of you without your consent, or you know what I mean. In the sense of or at your expense, uh, and, and you're in a position because if you notice, like if you go look, click on the link and, and go look at the comments, most of the people and what I saw there because I, I act just normal, but they will, oh, I bet Ryback's a care into this or that. Like instantly people already just coming up with judgments and conclusions that, that are from not even watching the video or not knowing anything, not knowing you or anything, but they believe fake articles they read or whatever, like I don't, whatever with it. But oftentimes like people, like if I were, if that guy were to be doing like, like instigating me and saying things, but he edits that out. And then like, I say F off, get out of here. And that's what they end up showing people then judge you off your reaction without knowing the facts that you're actually doing the right thing, getting this guy out of there. Who's, who's, who's annoying people, not, not him, but people do this. 
and that or they come up and, and they don't you know for whatever reasons with, with with what they're trying to get for their their channel there's a lot of them too they go like i think they do like bodybuilders and the bodybuilding conventions or the people the 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 fake natties out there the people that do that whole deal or or but they they, they don't talk about their their drug use at all and they'll try to get them in and like question them to get videos on them and like it, it's just a different i uh I'm not a fan in general of people that try to get content without getting it approved. I think it's very disrespectful on that for the most part with things. His was harmless though. And it didn't bother. Like I, I clearly saw the guy recording. I saw them standing over there with it. And uh, it was, but it wasn't like, there was nothing negative about it. Like he wasn't trying to, like I thought, like that—that that was as harmless as it could be as far as doing that kind of stuff. But it, it isn't that kind of content in general is why it's frowned upon by people that with that because like in that like I could tell you that clip was heavily edited. Still, he was over there with me forever recording and talking, and you know they get certain things, and you know it's people like that. He they can other people can get content like that and then edit like your reactions to things on like oh and with a different sound to like get people to give you a negative reaction. It's really crazy how, how that can work with, with things and whatnot. But that was an entertaining one with it. But I could see like Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn's only one of the nicest guys in the world, but he was probably agitated because nobody asked him for like, you don't, you don't come there and like, Hey, is it all right if we record and I'm going to do a little skit and if, you know, you could just play along. Like, that would be the, my opinion, if you're going to do that kind of stuff. That's the, the 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 way to do it because it will actually make better the guy if the guy wants to do it he'll be more engaging with it anyways rather than trying to quote unquote get people because I feel like that's what a lot of that stuff is, is does and it, it's just not not a fan of it personally but that was a that was a that was a fun video I watched it though. Yeah, the deep fake apps as well. And you see that too and on TikTok and Instagram. And, and people have done it and they do it like with the voices of the talent. And they're like, they'll get the person with, with the deep fake and then with their, they're able to, to, to replicate their voice with them talking. And it's, it's distinguishable enough where you could tell it's not real. It's very close though with it. And it's only going to keep getting better. That's where it's scary, that kind of stuff. Because you see the type of world we live in where all the people that the people that aren't doing what they then do is they, they try to get others and to drag others down. And it, 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 it's one thing when you're getting people that are doing things to, to, to hurt others to that are, that are inflicting pain or, or doing something illegal, right. Where you're not putting that kind of content, but where people go after them and whatnot, but like these sorts of things where people put like lies and, I've dealt with this and from the fake articles and the fake things, and then people form real opinions on fake things. And then with it, and it's, it, it's a wild, wild thing to have to live through with it, but you, you, you get immune to it at a point and you just got to stay con, convicted and, and strong and, and knowing the truth and your truth. And, but you, that stuff, you see like the world we live in with people and young people that are very heavily influenced that just don't know that don't have life experience and have been raised on social media, the bar has been set lower every generation, I feel like, with the more distractions we have. And that's not for everybody, but for the masses, it, it really is really heavily influential. 
on that. And uh, they just process things in a different way. And they look at things and, you know, and they form conclusions and, you know, they don't have a, a great, a great family structure and they don't know how to behave and they go and they, they say the, the worst of things on this. And you've just got to try to stay away from it as much as possible and just keep doing the work and not getting caught up. But those deep fakes and that AI can really, I, I, it's, I mean, I think you can see the direction that that can go if you can't distinguish what's real and what's fake anymore, where then people, you know, if, if so, it's like if somebody makes a video of, of Donald Trump saying something that, and, and they're able to coordinate it to where it, it, him, he had a conversation and said horrible things to someone and for whatever reason, and it was at a time and place where he can't verify where he was, just something random. Right where people are like, where then it did happen. So then, where it's like you have to then defend yourself now against this fake stuff at all times. And where were you? And but even then, there's going to be people that just want to believe it because they just want to hate, right? So, I, I really believe though our, our best thing is is using this stuff in, in sparingly and in, in living in the real world as much as possible and trying not to to form opinions as much as possible with stuff we see online, unless we have the full context and really fully understand it, which most of the time we never will. And a lot of times what people are posting, they're just trying to push what they believe out to others and they'll, they'll construct it to fit their narrative and vision on, on how it can be perceived. And, and that, and that's a dangerous thing as well, but it's where self-awareness and what I'm talking about, you have to be able to, to stop and recognize this at all things that we see and, and really take a step back and not just go all in on something right off the bat because we want to think it or want to believe it's real. We're going to go ahead and knock, knock, knock. Little Gabby, 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 goo. Gabby got shell shocked out of right backville. <laughs> Uh, bye, Gabby. Bye, Gabs. Ciao. Deuces. Is that what you say, Gabs? Deuces. Peace out. Hasta luego. Adios, amiga. I said goodbye there multiple ways. Very. Gabby's out, guys. Don't worry. Gabby will be back. Uh, Gabby will be back, I'm sure, under a new account. Yeah, anyone notice what's her name? The 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 woman that would come in was it Mandy Castillo? Mandy has not been seen since the episode of of inviting her in. I don't know if anybody is. Uh, which typically, I I've never met a real person that's got upset over if you question if they're real. Usually, they will want to verify they're real. Like, yeah, I'm real. What do you want to? Anyone who doesn't want to verify they're real, that instantly is a major red flag. I appreciate wanting to see me back wrestling. I don't uh I don't I don't know what to tell you other than I'm doing everything in my power and uh I think it will be worth it. Speaking from from how I truly genuinely feel and uh I think it will allow for a very special moment. Hopefully. Do I acknowledge the tribal chief, Roman Reigns? 
brother, do you know how many times I've shell shocked the, the 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 tribal the tribal thief? Huh? I don't. I'm, I'm asking you. Like, go back. I've shell shocked him. I mean, I don't know if it's 30, 40, 50 times. He's taken some shell shocks from the big guy. Oh, man. Now, I know you're not, you know, we're going back, you know, but that's all I can go by of what what I've done, you know, and now I'm feeling better than ever. So what am I going to do feeling better than ever? I'll have to wait and see. Acknowledge me as your your primal beef. That is That is what I ask of you here. And I, I said it on the feeding time video. I'm not the head of the table. I manufacture the tables. He ain't eating without the big guy. You know what I mean? So let's uh, let's take a step back there. Thank you. Somebody says, dude, you are manhandling Big Show and John Cena. It's physical acting. I can't. I'm not like, you know, I am very strong, though. They are very strong as well. There's a lot of you I feel like that watch wrestling though, and you know you know it's physical acting, but like you you like when somebody is being used like when like if I'm manhandling Big Show and John Cena, you want to believe like because you but how you what you want to believe and they, like then it's like your wrestling's real right there, and then like when I'm like getting beat up, you're like yeah now he's letting him get beat up, he's letting him, he's letting him, like never in your mind does it maybe let you think maybe they're letting me beat them up. It goes both ways, guys. I try, you know, some of you though, no, wrestling's only real when Ryback's kicking ass. Other than that, that stuff is fake. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, good to see all of you guys. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, Matthew. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I don't know uh, what your deal is. I hope everything's going well, Matthew. I don't know if I uh, if I care enough of what you think to have a conversation with you on the Ryback Show. I will say, uh, talk about last night on Raw, the, the, the Bobby Lashley Bronson Reed program. I think that's telling that we're seeing. So Bobby... Looks like they're looks like they're going to go into a program w- with those two, uh, probably with a match leading up to, to WrestleMania Backlash. Um, I'm going to share my thoughts on what I saw last night. Uh, you know, I don't know what. The, so I would take the, the Bray Wyatt situation to clearly something that Bray, because I was I was hoping if they were going to do the Bobby Bray thing that they, it would just pick up after WrestleMania. But that doesn't uh, appear to be the case. I think Bobby, obviously, in being left off of WrestleMania, but winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which is still, that's good that he won that for him and his character and how well he's been used since being back and having to work his way back up the card since being back. He didn't just come in and get put in the main event. They He had to, to work his way back up in, in, in the roles that they gave him. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy for him. He's man, he he's he's the real deal. Like he's 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 come a long ways and, and really just continued to get better. And he's very consistent at, at staying and he takes care of himself. And I, I know what it takes to to take care of yourself and, and the shape that he's in and the dedication it takes. It's a whole other level that not many guys are willing to do. Um, which which it deserves respect and in and, and, and from the company you protect that. 
people in this day and age with the drug testing and for guys that can look larger than life. I just, I truly genuinely believe you have to take care of them to a degree uh, on things. And, and he, he has been taken care of much better going this, this time around. And he was, he was, I mean, taking care of the first time around, but being gone as long as he was and, and with everything. So he, uh, I noticed though, the, uh, it'll be interesting to see if this is going to be a one-off or if they're going to try to, to get, get a multi-match pay-per-view uh, program out of this. Uh, I don't know. I am, I am curious to see what direction they're going to go. I could tell you, and I could tell you what they're going to, I, I could tell you, cause I know how they, they, what they look for and what's going on. I Bronson was, it, it appeared, and I don't know if he was sick and, and that I try to be understanding of this cause I don't know everything and I'm not there. If, if he had some sort of condition or health condition going into that, he looked heavily exhausted to me if you go back and watch where he couldn't even get his hands up and I've been in the ring with guys that have been so blown they couldn't get their hands up and it is and they're just they can't breathe they're just so out of like they're just so out of breath and and, and dead it's in I've been there when I was younger and, and learning about conditioning and training and in early years into pro wrestling and when you get just you get wiped out on purpose and training and then you got to keep going it's very difficult and you just got to but like you could see at the end of that when when the pull apart, he can't even get his arms up. And Lashley's like trying to do as much as he can, but you need to be going back and forth. There needed to be a reason. The way that that looked to me last night when the, the everybody came down was all the refs saved Bronson from Lashley because Bronson couldn't even defend himself on it. And I promise you, Vince and Hunter, but, but if Vince sees that, that is not going to be taken well, in my opinion. Now, saying that, he could have had something going on. Could have had, and I've had to wrestle where you're sick and you get blown up out there at wrestling with bronchitis. You can't breathe, but you go out and do your best. And so, very possible he just could have had something. Because, uh, but I don't know, or if he hasn't had longer matches in a while with it. But wrestling Bobby and a guy, Bobby's intense, and and they're two large guys that can they 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 went at a pretty good pace. It could zap you too. But Bobby was still going. If you watch at the end of that, Bobby knows. So that was very telling to me, though, in that. And I, I, if there isn't an underlying issue, they're going to take notice of that and be like, he was completely gassed on it. At least that's what it appeared like watching it and, and typically having a pretty good idea when someone is when they can't get their arms up with things. Uh, but I enjoyed it still nonetheless. I, I want to see where it goes and, and what they do. And, uh, you know, are they going to use Bobby to try to elevate Bronson? Or is this, is this going to be for Bobby? you know, kind of like a Brock Omos, Omos, Omos match where it, it's getting him experience with a, with a, with a top guy, but the program's still going to be for the top guy. Right. And that, it just depends on, on what side of the coin the company is on with that. And, and they, they may just want to see how Bronson does with somebody who was played the champion and was the champion, right. With it and held other titles and see how, what kind of program he can have. So this is a big opportunity for him because uh, promo wise and and, and storyline wise with whatever they're given to to start building upon his very new character with it that is much needed that is what you you need to have these programs and, and that is part of getting over and so I, I'm really curious to see how this plays out uh, on which side of the coin it's gonna go Good to see all of you guys. Welcome to the Ryback Show. 
Good to see all of you. Matthew, thank you for watching the Ryback Show. The uh, I'm not sure I appreciate you watching the Feeding Time videos. Uh, you said recently there's things said. What? Recently things said the about that don't sit right put me on. I don't know what you're talking about when you say that. Thank you very much for saying my physique is better than Bobby Lashley and Big E. Uh, we're all built a little different. I think I think Bobby has, has a fantastic physique, as does Big E. Big E has always had a little higher body fat, but Big E is very, very dense. He, he's a little shorter. Uh, I don't know if he's two or three inches shorter. Me and Bobby are, are almost identical height-wise. Bobby, Bobby might have me by a tad on height, like, by half an inch or something. If I'm not, Bobby might even have me by, I don't know if it's Bobby. He's not, he might half an inch or an inch even on it with it. But I, I weigh more than Bobby. And right now I've, my body fat is, is down. I would say, but we're built different in the sense, like my legs are probably much larger than Bobby's. I have massive quads and calves. I always have, which is why my weight is heavier. Uh, but Bobby's upper body is, is ridiculous. His lats in everything his his arms and lats and look if you see like his back and the, the way he does pull-ups and he can man at his weight and size he's very impressive with it with everything i uh i just people laugh man i have nothing but respect for people that 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 take care of themselves because it's how i was raised and brought up and I just truly believe it. it makes it makes us better if we under because it teaches you a certain level of discipline and, and, and you just have respect for other people that do it the right way and, and work hard. And, and like he's I'm telling you, like Bobby Lashley in genetic wise is like the kind of guy like if, if he wanted to, to if he wanted to be a, a bodybuilder, his genetics or he has he has superior genetics that if he were to take pro bodybuilder drugs and which would be a horrible thing to go do and, and not be a great life and just completely against it he has those kind of genetics to excel at that as well i feel but he doesn't have to he just has a, an amazing physique and and works hard and and i don't know if he does trt or hrt in, in which would be allowed in the wwe program in the normal levels but like i've said if you're doing that and not abusing it and you're in the normal like he just he he works really really hard with everything. Sheamus is another one too. Sheamus is, is, is uh, a great physique and Sheamus is a little taller, six, four to six, five range, maybe six, five with it, but he, uh, he's man, he, he's in great shape as well. I appreciate all the love and support. Welcome to the Ryback show. Yeah, to, in order to look at that diet, uh, diet has to be uh, on track the majority of the time. I appreciate all the support. Welcome to the Ryback Show, guys. Super chats are greatly appreciated. I'm scrolling up looking at your questions right now. Matthew says things have been said that don't sit right. Go ahead and point out what things that don't sit right with you, Matthew. I'm, I'm very curious to see your thought process played out in text format. You got to do the work if you wanted me to bring you on the show and have a conversation with you. 
We just don't bring any any jabroni in off the streets, any meatball off the street. You know what I'm saying? Hey, just you know, drug abusing alcoholic. You know, like comes. Hey, I want to be on the show. Hey, let's let's you know, let's like, hey, we got to get you through a few hoops first before fil- do a little filtering before we bring you on, Matthew. We don't we don't know what kind of shenanigans you could be up to. Uh, somebody says my wrestling moves are similar to the animal Batista. Great guy, great great wrestler. I enjoyed Batista very much. Nothing but love and respect for for Batista. I'm very glad he got to to go out and have have uh, his last match at WrestleMania years ago. Ryback versus James Ellsworth. I like James a lot. James is a nice guy. He's been on the show, and and wish nothing but the best for for James. Braun Strowman also is in very good shape, in great shape, and and has uh, significantly leaned up over the years. He's in very very good shape. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I will say I saw last night uh, Cody Rhodes promo uh, asking or wanting a match with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania Backlash. So I'm going to be very invested to see where this angle goes and how it plays. And and particularly, uh, Cody, I'm really curious into the buildup for this and, and the match itself. Uh, and, uh, this is going to be very, very important, uh, moving forward for, for Cody Rhodes and his character and, and the storyline and, and what direction this is going to go. And this story could be told longer, you know, th- this could be and Cody will find a way to make anything a positive w- within the, the guidelines of, of what, what is given. Um, I loved Cody's promo and I, I really feel from knowing Cody prior and seeing him transform into the, the Cody Rhodes he is now early on in that, in that, uh, development and evolution of, of him, uh, and, and everything he is become is he, his physique has improved and he put on a little bit of weight, good weight too where he, I feel like he's in the best shape he's been in overall and uh and he has his experience level but he he's more believable on it when his promos like last night was very uh it it was more believable and he speaks w- with uh with more passion and intensity now uh than he did previously and he always was good at it he always was great at it but it, it is more it is it is evolved and, and it is more it is becoming more main eventish his whole presentation with it and uh, which is, was very important for him. Cause that was always probably one of the question marks, I think with, with it. And it was for many talent, like, can they look the part? Can they, can they, you know, and he has been able to transform and, and to grow into that role uh, very well, but this is a task. There's not very many guys in today in wrestling that can be paired up with Brock Lesnar and have a believable match. It, where it is, it is, it is wholly accepted, and, and it and there's a political power in, in, in spots, and you have to be at a certain level to be in there with him, or you have to have a certain look, or 
you know, so I'm really heavily invested in this and it could go the, you know, you know, if Cody gets beat by Brock and like I've said, they could, it could be a long-term storyline of getting so close and in, in the, from a storyline perspective, failing and then losing to Brock and then really failing and getting further away to where that buildup then has to start again to a degree. If the goal is for the, to get him back to eventually win the title, which would be then an amazing long-term storyline that I am all for. If it, if that is truly the intention, my thing is what I pointed out before is and with Cody, what are the odds of getting everything at WrestleMania? That is the place to finish the story. And it was the story had been told long enough to where it would have been the moment. Right. And I think people would have, were ready to accept it and to not, have that be the way it goes. And there's so many other factors now that get figured in that have to go right. You now you start getting further away from that, that objective from a storyline perspective, you know, and that's where I want to see where this is going to go. Or is it that gets really close? If he defeats Brock, my thing is where does Cody go from defeating Brock? Logically it would say he goes back to Roman, but it, it, are they, do they want it? Cody to beat Roman is it at SummerSlam if it is they could time this out probably with with Brock and maybe in something else or they could make this work to where that the story then gets completed at SummerSlam which it's just all it depends what they want but if, if the thing is to keep Roman going or you know if it's for Solo or for Jay I, nobody really knows and I think that it could be for somebody completely random that no one's even even not, not even on the radar we don't know with it so there's that's why this is so intriguing to me i'm I, this storyline like is like i i don't see brock losing i i i, I don't want to see cody lose knowing cody and i want to see him you know but then i want to see that match i want to see how believable is it with cody in there with brock because brock is looking like a monster again legitimately looks like he, he put on like 15 20 pounds from like a month ago just like when he was like just go jesus like blew up like he was in there with Cody too, and you just see the size comparison, and it's like, and you know the styles. You're like, well, how's this gonna go? How's it gonna work? Are we gonna see a more intense Cody Rhodes? Are we gonna see a more aggressive Cody Rhodes? He has to, he has to adjust his work up now to to go in there with Brock, and uh, and that's what I want to see. And I'm, I, I I think Cody can do it. I really believe he could if he if he if he's allowed to go in there and and to step it up. So hopefully that's the game plan, and uh, and it, we will be in for a real treat if that's the case. Take a look at your questions here. Uh, Matthew says a few things uh, you said about Hunter. Go ahead and type what I said about Hunter because I'm not even going to, uh, I'm not going to entertain you if I don't even know what you're talking about. I could already, I could already tell, I, I'm just going to be quite frank with you. I think you're completely already ridiculous because I don't think there's anything you could even bring up with Hunter remotely that from what I know on or anything I've said that can, that can be, even be disputed or you know, I don't think you're worth my time is what I'm telling you, quite frankly. I'd rather just talk and, and talk to the people of this show. And you're stuck on the past about stuff for like that. I don't even, 
you know. Uncle Snizzle, thank you for the super chat. Not sure it's, if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Do you feel anyone lives the character anymore or has wrestling changed too much? I don't know. Uh, and I, I saw Undertaker talking about this uh, on the Ariel Hiwani uh, show or with him on one of his interviews uh, about how he stayed in character. I think, I, I think that it is, um, I think it's important when you're involved on TV and storylines to keep the storyline intact for the storyline. I don't think you need to be doing anything to disrupt that storyline. Uh, and I think you should uh, act accordingly. You know, if, if say I, I returned and, and I'm involved with, with Orange Cassidy, just off the top, I'm involved in the storyline with Orange Cassidy. I, and I'm doing this show on here and I'm in, answering your questions. Anything that, that revolves around me and him should be kept in character or I should shut, just stay away from it altogether. If I'm good, if I'm not, if I'm, if I'm not either not, don't talk about it or anything that I, I talk about with that is, is going to be, is going to be in character, which then people have to distinguish when, when, when are they working? When are they not working uh, as far as the show? But it's pretty easy to tell with that, but that would be, I think you, you, that kinds of thing. I don't think like you should be, you know, I should be posting like pictures of me and Orange Cassidy uh, hanging out, smoking weed and, 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 and drinking White Claws by my pool, going over our next eight weeks of, of programming together and taking pictures to just throw it in people's faces. And, you know, him going down my slide with his hands in his pockets and uh, me screaming, feed me more drunk in the backyard. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like so honoring storylines while the storylines are going on is important. Not not taking photos to each other, not showing each other talking and, and coordinating, right? Keeping uh, the curtain closed as far as that goes. You know, not 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 working a program, then going and doing a Jericho podcast during the program and me breaking down what I was going through the night before when I was, you know what I mean? That is where I think it is, is I think, yeah, or is there a market for people that want to hear that? Yeah. I think, though, as, as performers, though, to protect that as much as possible in the moment and, and do it after. Talk about when everything's done and give it a little time. The more time, the better, right? The more time that goes by before we talk about what we were going through or doing or right with things. And I think, like, people like The Undertaker were able to protect it for so long without social media in, in different characters. And I played characters when I was a Terminator Ryback where I would get ready and have my, my red eye in before I got to the arena. And I would park away where people wouldn't see me driving the car and I'd come walking. So up to the, so the people that were waiting outside saw me walking in character with, in, in, like I'd have a bag and that was it. But like, and, and, and I would act as the Terminator Ryback for what I was doing for the show because I, I wanted to try to make sure those people understood that that's how I was, even though, and like it's just another step, and I've done it, and I did it when I was Skip Sheffield. I'd act like Skip Sheffield when I'm with the fans and talk. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just talk normal. I would, I would, I would try to be in character for that. Uh, but that's why getting a character though that is is true to your real personality, where this is where I feel blessed as hell to be able to 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 be me in the sense of that whole feed me more hungry. I feel like it, it's very relatable. It's very understanding. It, it's just it's a it's a guy who's always hungry for more, more competition, just more everything in life. Who who just intense powerhouse, like in just 
I feel like it's very easy to understand and grasp. And in that, there's different layers with that and, and the entertainment and comedy, right, with that. But whereas if you're playing like The Undertaker, and then it, it, unless The Undertaker is doing his podcast as The Undertaker, which is probably you, you could do that in today's day and age. You could build your stuff around your character if you're allowed, which is something that, that would be a good idea in that. But you know, when, you, when you're playing a character that's really far away from your real personality, then it could be, you know. So and, and today, too, there's not a lot of people playing like that are over the top gimmicks as much as there used to be either. Right. And, and that's why. I, but it, it's just it, it depends. Times have changed, and, and that stuff, wrestling wasn't, like, red hot when there were a lot of gimmicky things either with that. And, and so I do think having people that are believable characters and – but, like, I'm a – you know, like Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. That, that, that's where things can be difficult when you're a character when he was The Fiend uh, to then going and doing stuff as Bray Wyatt or even though he had the character and, and did, they did it really well where he was Bray Wyatt in, in the different versions, right? And the comedy skits and the entertainment skits and then and then the fiend when the time called for it but um which is smart because then he could do more stuff at least to where he wasn't always the fiend 24 7 but it can when you play a, a character that, that can be a stretch from reality it, 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 it of course to this day and age it is way harder to to protect that other than you can just my thing is just protect the storyline that you're in as much as possible and, you know, uh, then the rest of the stuff, if you have to do interviews, it's like at least if you can keep a portion of your stuff in character to keep people buying into the program at the time. But times change. Everything evolves, man. It, it's not nothing. Nothing will ever stay the same. Wrestling will be who knows where wrestling will be in, in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, 40 years. Who knows if we're all going to be around like. Who knows? What uh, what direction things are gonna go, and and the style, and you know, things can only can only go a certain way for so long, too. But I don't know. Good to see all of you. Oh, uh, hey, Matthew. Let me go ahead and uh, let me block you and shell shock you out of Rybackville. <laughs> see you later, buddy. Matthew, Matthew has it all figured out. Matthew, I promise you, you don't, I'm telling you, you don't know anything. You don't know anything is probably about a lot of things, but certainly about me or my life or anything going on. And it, it does not serve anyone or anything or myself to to try to entertain people that like you that are so caught up in, in lies and just living in, in, in a <sighs> false reality. I didn't know Rebecca says, hey, Rebecca, hey, big guy, do you think Charlotte should stop doing the, the backpack stunner? I remember you said before it got it gave you um, it gave you quite a bit of back pain. I know. So she, I remember she 
I was doing it, and she remember she wasn't even on TV yet, and actually did it on a live event. And I don't know if somebody told her to stop. It was it was a signature move. I would do it on live events a lot for a near fall, with it, and it was my finisher is Skip Sheffield. Uh, she should one thousand percent stop doing it if she cares about her back at all. It's not worth it. I will say my my disc though it, it got it it sped up the process of the, my disc degenerating, but my had my my back was from my perineal nerve in my leg that ran into my disc in my back. That was why my disc were degenerating at a rapid rate because of the botched ankle surgery from WWE when I was in Nexus and which, which went unnoticed by everyone and, and was being covered up with drugs, uh, which is, in, but, but that if she keeps wrestling and doing that consistently, not saying she she's going to have what I had because I had a pre-existing condition. That move sped that process up, though significantly, I believe, with because it is. And I I was again, I'm heavier and with heavy wrestling the men much more weight. And I would take come down the other guy when it hit the ground. I would come down with all the weight on me, on it, and and would take the all of it, just hundreds and hundreds of pounds of coming. Not and she's still dealing with probably a couple hundred pounds, hundred something pounds, depending on who she does it to, you know, it's a lot. It, it, it's, uh, you know, if it's done like every once in a blue moon, is it the end of the world? Probably not. But you start getting, what happens is you, you, you work consistently and you, you get to great reaction and you're like, let's plug it in, let's plug it in. And you're feeling good. And then it, it's just, it, all of a sudden you just, you wake up and you start having, start having tightness and, and spasms and, and pain. And like, it's too late once that hits. So it's like, hopefully um, she just uses it sparingly if she continues to use it. Good to see all of you. Yeah, any moves that where you're landing on your on your ass in the ring compresses the disc in your back uh, immensely. The energy only has one direction to go on that and into your spine when you're sitting on that, and everything just becomes condensed. And that's why, like Hogan with the leg drop, that it, it just that's why he had all the, the back and hip things. That I guarantee you, that move played a very big part in, in all of that. And I know Austin had issues with the stunner over doing it so much and it can uh it's a it's a it's a rough thing but you think you i I think we all think that we can oh we'll be fine we'll be fine and it's just it's one of those moves just simple physics of the energy and there's it is instant compression instant compression and you, you do that over and over and over again you know but, you know, I've got my health back with the stem cells. And, you know, that's something if, if the talent are able to get stem cells once a year, every couple of years, go in and get a, a big round of treatment. Very, very good for preventative measures and probably something that I, I will will continue to do when, once I make the next step. Yeah, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha Libre memes. Me and my buddy Mark read the dirt sheets. We know everything. Matthew. <laughs> that's usually the way it works. They usually will tell the talent who actually know like the real deal and lived it, what's going on, or, you know, they, they will usually inform us of the truth uh, and what is, what is actually going on because they have, they've read not only one dirt sheet, they've read multiple dirt sheets 
and have multiple expert opinion takes on, on and infused with their opinion on the matter. Just a very, very thorough understanding. I love that there's a guy named Matthew in April of 2023 who is obsessed with whatever I said about Hunter. That That is what Matthew is think, thinking about on this fine day. He's like, God, Ryback burned all his bridges with what he said. Was it the disappointment line? That was the only thing that I can even remotely, and it was wishing him well and, and getting better, and it was it was a very heartfelt, honest re reaction on that and it, it, with a company that is suppressing my social media, and it has all been warranted with that. And I've dealt with them and had conversations with them, and there's things going on that, that Matthew, that, that are just way, way, way above your pay scale or your level of understanding. I don't know who would win in an MMA fight but between Bobby Lashley and, and, and Brock Lesnar. I don't know, nor do I at this point, like, I don't care. To, I don't care to, 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 to think about it. Like, I'm not, I think they're both awesome. Yes, Matt Hardy is another one from doing the leg drop and off the top rope. Really bad hip and, and probably back issues with that. And, and, and he's a he's a trooper, man, and still going. But it, it, it's this is where the the comes, and unfortunately for a lot of guys, with that with when the damage is done, if they're not using stem cells to to, and they're not able to regenerate like I was able to their disc and regrow them because I got mine just in time, where there was still enough disc uh, space matter left to to regrow. Then once the breakdown happens and you're you're too broken down, then it's just a really really steep decline as you get every year of life and you get older and you, the the less active you can become because you can't move and that's why I feel like I was so blessed and I invested in my longevity uh in my prime in order to extend my prime or have an opportunity to extend my prime even though I missed out on the, those years those years were gone already they, it was, they were, they, so I could have extended it a little longer before I would have had to have tapped out, but then it would have been five diffusion shoulder replacement, done, done. And, like, and then, then the prime is done forever. No, no chance of ever. But whereas I just invested in getting better somehow, even though it never had been done, I didn't have anybody to go off of just, just the information I gathered in a, 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 a stubborn, strong, hungry mindset of no, this is going to be a, a very good thing for me. And it has been so, but it, it's because you see that too with talent and as they get older and it can get, they get really difficult and that other health things arise. And it, it's a very unfortunate uh, thing that happens. It's the men and women that dedicate themselves and, you know, you never try to be judgmental of, of like people like with the, with the, the alcohol or the drug abuse. And because usually it comes from, from pain one way or the other mental or physical. <clears throat> Good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. <clears throat> Welcome from it Italy. We have an Italian fan here. Thank you very much. Tim T. Good to see you. Let me see where your super chat went. It's beautiful in Vegas, too. It's actually very warming up rapidly. I probably don't even need to be wearing uh, my Feed Me More Nutrition windbreaker uh, hoodie, but it's uh, 
uh, we're getting close to having to put the air on moving forward, which I, I wasn't expecting to have to do yet. There's usually a period where you could kind of milk not having to turn AC or heat on where the weather is just really great in Vegas, where it's like perfect for like a month. It's kind of almost bypassed that. It went from freezing last week to 90 degrees the last few days. Not even kidding. 90 degrees temperature reading, 88, 90. I'm like, this is this is wild. I'm not looking forward. I, I love the heat to a degree, but the Vegas heat, man, when it, as long as it stays, like if it stays 105, 107, it, it's hot, hot as hell. But there's that is that is about as hot hot as I ever want it to get. And I usually like it if it's if it's high 90s, mid 90s, low 90s. That's usually, you know, that's great with it. But when it gets to 115, 116, 117, oh it is. And you just know you just hear that air just crank it on all day. And you, you just know, you just know that air bill with everything going on. You know that bill's cranking, but you can't do anything about it. It's just like that heat, man, no joke. When you get to that hot, it is, uh, but I, I've lived here my whole life for the most part, so. Good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I I loved Santino's uh, Cobra finisher. One, man, Santino's one of my favorite people. Great, great guy, just great human being, entertaining as can be. One of the, my my opinion, I think he's the greatest comedy wrestler of all time. I, I really, and and I don't, and I, even to categorize him, he's just he's 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 a great wrestler, man. He understood his character and his role, and he got massively over. He got as loud of reactions as anyone for a good portion of time, and and always got great reactions when he was used and. He was he was always a a, a monitor sellout at the, when when he would be on his live events, and his matches were so damn funny and entertaining. Everybody would would watch around the, the monitors in the back because it, you know that you're gonna you're in for a, to hear the live crowd lose their shit and for us in the back to be just laughing our asses off. He, man, you, I wish you people like it, it, I I respect and love all styles of pro wrestling and, and like. It, it, it he man is he he'll be in the hall of fame easy easy hall of famer he's he's the greatest comedic wrestler i've ever i've i've ever been around or seen i think is a fair statement to say i in my opinion of maybe other people that have worked in other periods prior and I, I, he's at least he's he's in that he's just he's he's very good at, at at what he does and he could have played a lot of other roles too but he he excelled at that I, like, like I don't know if a lot of a lot of people that would have made that what he made that. Let me see here. Jose in Santiago. The Pokemon Masters. Thank you very much for the uh, kind words, and I'm very glad uh, that you are um, you've been able to move past having a lot of anger and resentment and living a lot more positive, loving life. That is very, very good to hear. And I think a lot of people too to to touch on that. A lot of people don't understand that having a positive mindset. I think they think that it's like it, it, 
it's like this positive thing 24 7 or that you're not allowed to cuss I've, I've seen this from people that think if you're positive you don't cuss and that people that cuss go watch tony robbins one of the most positive human beings on the planet cusses at his seminars routinely with it so that that's throw that out the window it's all just people have weird perceptions of things of like people think being positive means you let people step and walk all over you don't stand up for yourself couldn't be any further from the truth having a positive mindset being a positive person being a real with it is 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 finding ways to turn negatives into positives but in having a positive mindset they go everything that happens is for our favor and benefit i routinely remind myself of this and i'm able to things that are going on because we're all human we all have difficulties have struggles have our own problems our own fights right our own journey with it so it's able to take this bs of life and turn things and use it towards forward positive momentum is fast or slow as it takes and 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 that is that is what being to me having a positive mindset and to many others with it that sometimes people don't understand and they they think that like that you you're not allowed to have anger or or moments of negativity the key is when you do it is to do it and then you get back on track and you keep moving forward and you keep going you keep being honest you keep being real with it and i'm very happy you've been able to make those adjustments and you just you just go one day at a time Uh, Marty says, how do you keep your body fat so low with these food videos? Uh, these food videos, I'm about your age and it's brutal to eat cheat meals for my diet and a huge setback. I don't, so there's so many factors that you're like, one, it's one meal out of the week. If you're, uh, my thing is if you're having one cheat meal, like, and I'm not doing like massive amounts of food specifically for me and my calorie intake that I need per day anyways with it. But one, you got to factor in training and and cardio and conditioning in the level that I do that sauna work, cold tub work during the week, all these things that, that burn calories that I do routinely with that. I burn a massive amount of calories. Like I train still as if I'm, I'm top WWE. I'm, I'm still not have not let myself go and I've stayed intact and do all the things. So I still burn a massive amount of calories with that, where those food videos, I think that is oftentimes a big flaw with people that see those. And it's one video a week, but I think you guys look at things sometimes and look and go, Oh my God, all he does is eat cheat meals to one cheat meal a week. That's so minuscule in the grand scheme of things. Now it's different if I was doing like 20 or 30 or 40,000 calorie cheat meals and like completely doing significant damage you know i do a meal a burger or two burgers what i would eat on a on a thing for a cheat meal anyways if i was recording it or not thing of fries or something it's a meal you know and and maybe every once in a blue moon i get a shake very rarely but i've gotten it on a few of them with it and i I'm, i'm training three hours two and a half three hours for the day doing the sauna for 30 40 60 minutes on different days Oftentimes the day I do those videos, I have more sodium. So I do the sauna to make sure to sweat extra sodium out. I fast for 24 hours after my my high carb day. I only do one high carb day during the week. The rest are low carb days. A couple of those no carb days with that on top. So you got to be looking 280 to 90 pounds any given time, depending on, on what direction I'm going. I'm leaning down. So I've been staying closer to the 280 range as I'm dropping my body fat more and more, you know, there, there's my all my meals for the week 
99% of my meals are, are, are just spot on nutrition to feed myself. And then I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Like, like it's what, there's no way if, if you're just having a cheat meal like I'm having and you're saying it's a huge setback, you have multiple other way more serious things going on that you're not addressing where that, that meal should not be doing that to you, to that, to being such a huge setback with it. You're not dieting as hard as you need to be dieting, or you're not as active as you need or could be in order to where you, you are allowed that, that cheat meal or your idea of cheating is more, you're doing it all day and have, having more, right? There's, or you have other things, maybe your metabolism is slower. There's other factors with it, but there's, you, you got to take into account everything that is going on. I laugh at it always too. I, I read a comment from somebody. They're like, you're going to be like this Cali muscle guy. You're going to have a heart attack because I had a, ch I had chicken nuggets for my cheat meal for the week. And then I'm just like, they, they completely out of there. Just the comparison couldn't be any further off with, with, with what they were trying to even imply or anything with just tells me they don't know anything about me with that. But there's just, uh, the video is, is the one cheat meal for the week. This isn't stuff that's being eaten all the time and being consumed off camera. All of you guys, most people are eating this stuff off camera all the time with it. And then they'll look at you, but you eat it on camera and you do it once a week. And then everybody, you know, it's, there's always going to be a crowd that has something to say, no matter what we do, whether I'm doing healthy food, man, oh, you have healthy poor, so poor, man, go live a little. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be a different group with what we do with how people, you know what I mean? With what they, the negativity they focus on with it. But I would say make some adjustments on some other things. If your cheat meal is, is influencing having that big of a setback on you, that would be my, 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 the best thing I could say. Yeah. You can just, you can diet more. Yeah, and you talk about, yeah, so that's, the, again, and I'm not a fan of using age as an excuse either. Like, I don't even think about my age. I don't even, I don't, I don't ever, I, I laugh, when I see people too, and I, on, on social media, and I just get away from it, when they're like, they're like, they're like talking about their age all the time, and they look great, and a lot of women do it, like, that are in great shape, and they're 45 or 46 or 47 or 48, but they're constantly reminding people of their age. I don't know why they would ever need, they, they feel the need to with it, but they, they don't even look their age. They look younger. They look amazing, but they're constantly like infatuated with their age with it. I, I don't think about it. I never have, but I never once said, Oh, I'm in my twenties. I'm better than you. I'm in my thirties. I'm better than you. I'm in my forties. I'm better than you. Like, I don't, I just am go, but don't, I don't think about it at all. I never, I've never let my injuries like, Oh, it's because of my age. No, it's because of the things that happen with it. And it, it's, I think that, that having that mindset, allows you not to become a victim of the age thing uh you know but but i will say you do have to make adjustments that you know you say if you eat a certain way in your 20s and in your 30s and and but your physique has has started and you're eating the same exact way and you're noticing a negative more negative things then clearly there might be some things that have changed in your metabolism hormone levels or two things one thyroid coconut oil would fix that two to three tablespoons a day most likely keep your thyroid functioning optimally like it was when you were younger and the other thing is is it possibly looking into going on trt getting your testosterone levels checked those decline with age naturally those come down building muscle becomes more difficult storing body fat becomes much easier with that energy levels go down activity level goes down as energy levels come down but you get your testosterone levels to a, a, a very happy 
happy, normal place that we had when we were in our youth, everything can come back to normal if activity resumes and, and training resumes. And then that muscle building process can be stimulated and our, our, our metabolism is more efficient, right? So that's where you got you to fix the core. And that's why I was saying there could be other things and look into it because those are all things you could still control with it. Look at, look, get your testosterone levels checked. Try the big guy male performance formula. I am telling you, naturally will raise your, your total and free testosterone levels. A lot of guys, a lot of, we have so many people that are happy with that product, that individual product has helped so many people on it. And, uh, and it could be a step that you do before or not or preventing having to go on TRT. If you don't want to go that route. Grim Reefer, thank you for the super chat. One of my favorite videos is your Taco Bell versus Del Taco and Burger King versus Taco Bell. Are you going to make any more? Yeah, that can always be something. I could easily do that on, on one of the videos and, and do like, you know, another another hamburger versus hamburger, taco versus taco, chicken sandwich versus chicken sandwich. I'll have to see what uh if there's any new things in, in one's. Uh, that, that could be possible to do like a Popeye's. Because Popeye's, I think, has strawberry biscuits as well. I was even thinking that. I go, man, I, I should probably look into doing a Popeye's video soon uh, on the feeding time. There's actually a new Popeye's not horribly far from where I'm at. So I could, but I could actually swing over and, and not Postmates the stuff either if I happen to do the video when I'm out and, and go through multiple fast food. There's multiple fast food places where uh, the Popeye's is, you know, in, in, in doing the, a, a certain chicken sandwich versus a McDonald's chicken sandwich or a Burger King chicken sandwich or something, whatever, you know, those videos always do typically did well on the channel whenever anything with a versus people tend to gravitate towards. Yeah, Marty says he's gone on Clomid to combat low T, but have never considered the thyroid. Uh, yeah, and some people react very well to Clomid, and, and others, uh, I've never personally been been a fan of it. I don't like the way it makes me feel, but that everyone's specific on that. Uh, and uh, but if that is is that is working for your your low testosterone and you feel great. But uh, coconut oil, coconut MCT medium chain triglyceride triglyceride oil is two to three tablespoons a day. I take it in the morning, two tablespoons right before I have my eggs uh, in the morning and in vegetables, spinach and things. I make up a big thing, high protein, low carb, no carb meal, very low carbs. Uh, sometimes I'll use a little queso or a little uh, little ketchup with it on it. So, uh, but I'll, I'll do it with my with with a meal with no carbs essentially when i take the fats the extra fats also will improve your energy level significantly a lot of people like to take that take that coconut oil with coffee um right before you go work out uh, so the key is in you so i don't i've never i just like drinking black coffee if the thing is if you take your servings of coconut oil with no carbs before you work out you will have even more energy you will have more sustained energy to work harder at the gym it is a very real thing, very clean. And you just notice you just have, because you, you, your body's using it for fuel. Very, It uses it for fuel very, very efficiently with that. Secret of the pros. ACW Online, thank you for the super chat. Hey, big guy. I'm struggling with my weight. I work out every day, uh, track calories, eat healthy, and still no luck. Any advice? Treadmill for hours. 
No, so again, uh, we, can, we we as humans, it's very easy to fall into routines and to stay in those routines. And um, if you're struggling with your weight and you, you're, you're active and working out every day and you track your calories, you're eating healthy, but, but, but see, this is where it can, your idea of eating healthy might not be as perfect as it sounds. That's where there's so many different things and there's so many different ways of eating that you have to find the right way for you. And typically though, and, and for most people, it's avoiding processed foods and, and, and really controlling our carbohydrates and having carbs and the right carbs at the right time and not combining our carbohydrates and our fats and nutrient timing is a very real thing and it doesn't get talked about enough that oftentimes people knowing when to structure your meals and to eat what with what. So if you have, you know, and I do my low carb days where I have my carbs around hundred grams for a few days a week, and then they trickle down to 60, 80, and then they go down to, to damn near zero into my high carb day where we're talking four or five, 600 grams of carbs. And that fluctuates depending on, on, on how I'm looking and how I'm feeling and, and where I kind of see myself if I think I need a little extra going into that and, and whatnot, if I'm feeling a little flat with things and I know to increase that amount and then I'm going into my fast and then going back onto the diet and then making very small, minute changes, but I use my carbohydrates more than anything for that. So that, but I don't, I don't eat my carbohydrates and my fats together outside of, for the most part of when I'm doing my cheat meal. And that's in, again, processed foods are masters at combining fats and carbs two energy sources that compete with each other that that make us store more body fat when we consume them in high amounts really together and so when you we try to have your you know your first two meals if you do four meals a day have it where your first two meals are your carbohydrate meals and your lower carb meals and your higher fats are later in the day or vice versa structure your days so i do mine where i have my my i i don't have hardly any carbs in the morning i do my iso hungry plant powered protein shake with peanut butter, natural peanut butter. So protein and fats, very low carbs. Again, I wait a little bit, then I'll do some beets and celery, very few carbs, but that's just a small amount of carbs before I go train like 15, 12, 15 grams with celery. It's beets and it's for the nitric oxide and increased endurance. And that that's why I do that. Cause I'm going to go train and do my hard conditioning, but I saw so 15 grams of carbs. That's hardly anything, but I'm not, cons- I'm consuming it away from when I had my fat still with that. And then I'll do another low carb meal. And then I'll typically have at night. I love air pop popcorn and I'll do two to three servings throughout the week. And I usually do three, then go down to two and I have a food scale and I can weigh it out. And I'm actually really good at measuring it out and knowing about when I'm close to that number, but I always have the scale and I have it all set up. And that way I control. And then I take that out the last couple days, the last meal, and it's very low carbs going into that high carb meal. But you got to make adjustments like that and know, look at what you're eating and, and the processed foods that you're eating. And then when you, when you get that on track and it's in the cardio that you're doing, you should never have to do cardio for hours to, to get in shape. It's one thing if you're doing it and you have a lar- large amount of body fat and you're trying to lose, but you always have, you want to always do what you can sustain over time. Going and doing three, four hours of cardio every day on top of working out for most people cannot be sustained for a long period of time. So then what's going to happen then if you're not doing that and you only do an hour, then you feel bad about doing an hour and then you let go on your diet because, oh, I didn't do my four hours anyways. You see what I'm saying? It can be very destructive with that. So you, you should never have to do hours of cardio 
to, to keep losing weight if you are making the right adjustments. I'd add in the coconut oil for your thyroid. I'd go get your testosterone levels checked. That's the stuff you've got. To, those are the things we have to do. We have to fix the, the, the root of the, the cause. And then and then we can, because if, if there's something internally going on, and then it doesn't matter how much you do, the results may never come with it, with what we want or once with what we once got. So. I've eaten healthy for a large part of my life. I used to eat a lot of junk food too, though, when I was younger, Uh, but I was very active, but me and my friends. And so we would always, we played video games, but we played whatever season it was sport wise, basketball, football, baseball. We were outside playing the majority of the time when our homework was done. It was typically playing outside sometimes hours on end till dark came. Then we play hide and go seek in the dark. A lot of times I had a great childhood and neighborhood and, great group of friends and, and, and all man, just a beautiful time, but we played games too. And we had video games nowhere near like the level of how games were, but and it was much, I, I feel simpler of times, but, but we, we'd sit and play the games and, but we always were active with it. And I didn't, um, and we'd go like, we'd ride our bikes, we'd ride our bikes, you know, uh, a couple miles to, to a Del Taco or McDonald's or a mile and a half or what uphill one way and downhill the way back but we'd ride our bikes to go there to go eat a bunch of junk food. And then we'd come back and we'd play games for a couple hours and then we'd go outside and play. So like, and it, 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 I wasn't eating it like all the time, but I would eat it daily for a while and, and stuff. And, but my mom was always very health conscious and always made home cooked meals for the most part. And, and, you know, there were nights we had hot dogs and Mac and cheese and, and cause she didn't feel like making, but she made great meals. She's very healthy the majority of the time. And, and eat my vegetables and, and we'd have fruit in the mornings. And, you know, then as I got older, we had more processed foods in the house, but still she would cook those meals and, and would always, we didn't have, I didn't understand nutrition nowhere near like I understand it now. So I, a lot of things I would just figure out and learn and with that. And, you know, I made the mistake of going to the gym and training hours every day, training every body part every day. Cause nobody told me not to do that. I thought that's what I had to do. And I was dedicated at a young age, four hour days every day. When I was able to take my mom's car, she'd let me use it. I'd go to the gym four hours, not even kidding. Four hours every single day, train every body part. Hour of abs, three hours, everything else. Usually two hours of weights and then an hour of cardio. But I ate so much junk, but I was always in shape because I worked out so much. And then finally, a guy that in there that was built pretty good, he, as I was getting in a teenager, he, he told me some things and to, I finally started figuring out way I'm doing way too much. I'm overtraining and I'm not eating properly. And I go, Whoa, if I actually fuel my body with the right kinds of foods, I could work out less and get better results. So I, I benefited greatly from doing less, but, but, but focusing on the right things. And, but, but we didn't have, I just it, it didn't have anyone that was able to, to teach me that other than, doing the work and then having to pull it back. This is why I've never been afraid of work. Like I can, uh, I'll I'll do the extreme with it, but if I could do less and find out how to maximize that, like, that's even better with it. So Zachariah, thank you very much for the kind words, buddy. I, uh, I, I am very grateful for each and every one of you that, that, that continue to support and, and watch and we are going to, everything is going to be all right. I promise.
I've not tried the new Domino's loaded tots, but uh, they, they are on the radar. I, I actually saw a commercial for those and thought about that. So maybe that, that could possibly be a possibility for the, uh, the next feeding time. And with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. Uh, please continue to, if you can give a listen on the audio on the Ryback show on any of the podcast platforms, even for, for uh, just put it on for a couple minutes, keep uh, raking in those audio uh, listens. And, and I think we we're 80 something on the chart as of this morning, I would like to see how far we could push it this week and continuing uh, to, to get the listens on the audio platform. Cause I stream everywhere. And we saw so our listens get diversified across all the platforms with that and doing the live show on YouTube and on Twitter and all that. So, Whereas if we were getting all if we were getting all the, the actual listens and views, we would be top rated on the actual if they actually took all platforms into account, which they don't. It's just audio. So uh, let's continue to improve those audios. iTunes reviews are always greatly appreciated. And to show your support, feed me more nutrition, feedmemore.com. We've got all the Ryback merch, different accessories on there, and the best supplements on the planet. The discount codes, the 30% for new customers and 20% for returning customers are in the description and the comments here on YouTube and on the audio version of the show. Let's have a great day. And uh, until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.